Today on the newscast, the unholy alliance between Iran and China continues to grow as North Korea flexes its nuclear muscle yet again. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. It is our last day here at TBN's New York studio. We've had a great three days filming an upcoming special for TBN on cancel culture. You will not want to miss that folks. Once I have an air date, I will share it with you right here on the Watchman newscast. A lot to discuss today. The unholy alliance, as I mentioned at the top between the Iranian regime and China, and you can throw North Korea into the mix. They are in the headlines once again, more on them in a minute, but up first, a quick update on the Israel election. Now, Israel held its fourth election in the past two years alone on Tuesday, March 23rd. And folks, we still do not have a clear outcome. Benjamin Netanyahu's Likud party won 30 seats with nearly all of the votes tallied now. Uh, the Likud party won some 30 seats. Now, they far outdistanced the closest competitor. But in is the Israeli governmental system, you need to form a coalition with other parties that will get you to 61 seats in the Israeli Knesset, and then you can form a government. Got that? You thought American politics could be kind of complex. Israel is another level of that, but no clear outcome right now, which means Israel may eventually head to a fifth election later this year. We'll have all the breaking details for you as they emerge on the latest Israeli political developments uh, as we come out of this Israeli election coming up in the next few days. But today, we start with some big news once again out of Northeast Asia, North Korea. Early this morning launched two ballistic missiles into the Sea of Japan, yet another show of force by the regime of Kim Jong-un. Now, this was the first such provocation in about a year since March 2020 and the first under the Biden administration. Folks, do not be surprised if North Korea conducts a nuclear test soon uh, on the heels of this ballistic missile test. Now, they also fired missiles, short-range missiles, last weekend. Today, these were apparently mid-range missiles that they launched into the Sea of Japan. Obviously, South Korea, Japan, nations surrounding North Korea are very concerned, and South Korean, Japanese, and U.S. officials will meet next week to discuss the North Korean threat. In the meantime, North Korea's close allies, Russia and China, met in China on Tuesday. Actually, the foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov of Russia, met with his Chinese counterpart in China. And folks, they slammed the United States. Surprise, surprise, these are perhaps America's two greatest adversaries. You can throw the Iranian regime and North Korea in the mix. But Lavrov slammed the United States for its, quote, destructive intentions around the world, and they called China and Russia for a summit of the permanent members of the UN Security Council. Russia and China are vowing to work closer together, and folks, that's not good news if you care about freedom or if you're an American like me. So Russia, China, that alliance continuing to grow, and it's very interesting that these rogue regimes are coming together now all of them have regional and global ambitions. Russia wants to revive the glory days of that Soviet empire. The Iranian regime seeks to revive the Persian empire 
and dominate the Middle East. And of course, China is a looming superpower. And if you want to be a superpower, superpower today, folks, you get involved and you establish a presence in the Middle East. And that's exactly what China is doing right now. Uh, number one, China just yesterday said it will defend the China-Iran partnership. And secondly, very interesting, China now is making a foray into the Middle East peace process. They released a five-point plan uh, for Middle East peace between Israel and the Palestinians, and they invited officials from the Palestinian Authority and Israel to Beijing for a summit. Not sure if that will happen, but it shows you that China has global ambitions. They seek to be a global powerhouse. And again, the Middle East seems to be the place where every world power kind of gets sucked into over the years. And China right now, a very important relationship alliance you may not have heard much about. Over the summer, China and Iran signed a 25-year security arrangement, a strategic partnership. Now, this partnership uh, entails several areas. The main thrust of it uh, from Iran's perspective is that China will help Iran with military, defense, and security issues. And on the flip side, Iran will help China with oil. Iran will supply China with cheap oil. By the way, right now, Iran has heavy sanctions against it, obviously, and against its oil industry. There are very credible reports that the Iranian regime is getting around those sanctions and delivering oil to China illicitly to get around those sanctions. So this is a very close and growing relationship. I interviewed Gordon Chang, who's a top China expert here on the newscast just last Thursday, March 18th. Check it out here in our archives. He really got into detail on the China threat. But it's very interesting. He called Iran China's proxy in the Middle East. Now, we talk often here in the newscast about Iran employing its proxies like Hezbollah and Hamas, but Iran is acting, in a sense, as a proxy for China, according to Gordon Chang. But this is troubling, this 25-year strategic partnership between these two rogue regimes, in that when you think about military cooperation between China and Iran, what does that mean? Does that mean China supplying Iran with advanced weaponry, uh, with nuclear know-how that can be used against Israel, against the West, against the United States? China also will reportedly help Iran with infrastructure as part of this deal. Does that mean China perhaps building ports along the coast of Iran? And of course, China reaping the benefits of Iran's massive oil supplies. So a lot of kind of nefarious potential, I guess you would say, in this China-Iran partnership. Let's shift real quick before we wrap up to North Korea, which we mentioned at the top, obviously in the headlines again with these ballistic missile tests. Now, China has essentially been the protector of North Korea, in a sense, propping up the Kim Jong-un regime. But North Korea, surprise, surprise, also has a very rosy relationship and a close strategic partnership with, you guessed it, the Iranian regime. Iranian nuclear scientists have actually attended over the years North Korean nuclear tests and ballistic missile tests. And there is a real concern that North Korea is sharing not only nuclear expertise with the Iranian regime, but also technology for intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs. They do exactly what their name says. They are designed to travel across continents. There are real concerns that North Korea, which 
may have up to 100 nuclear weapons, nuclear bombs right now, there is a real concern that perhaps North Korea could or maybe does right now possess ICBMs that could deliver those nuclear weapons to the United States. So we know that Iran is also working on that ICBM, uh, ICBM I'm sorry, uh, technology so that Iran-North Korea exchange of nuclear and ballistic missile know-how seems very logical. And again, very interesting, folks, how this is all coming together right now at this point in history. Russia, who we didn't mention much today, but we've talked about often recently on the newscast, Russia, North Korea, Iran, and China. That, that axis of four nations is drawing closer together. And really, if you look at the globe right now in the global scene, the lines are being clearly drawn. You have Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, throw Turkey in the mix as well as a very bad actor, and Iran's various proxies across the Middle East. That's on one side. On the other side, you have Israel and the Sunni Arab nations like Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Jordan, the United Arab Emirates. Then you have the West, the United States and the EU, who frankly have been very wobbly in the face of these threats. I think of the China, the meeting between China and the United States in Anchorage last week of top officials between, our two, uh, between China and the United States. And China basically gave the U.S. Secretary of State for the Biden administration, Anthony Blinken, a dressing down during that meeting in Alaska. So the bad guys smell blood in the water right now, folks. They see a vacuum and they will seek to fill it as they continue to jockey for position in this modern day Game of Thrones. Here's the good news to encourage you. Although it seems like evil is on the march, and it is on the march right now, there will be one final kingdom, and it will be a kingdom with no end. And the Lord Jesus will be at the head of that kingdom. So be encouraged. Take heart. God Almighty still sits on the throne. He sees all of these empires and wannabe empires jockeying for position, and he laughs. He is in control. He will never leave you or forsake you, so be of good cheer. Hey, thanks for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. I'll be back home tomorrow, but until then, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.